Welcome to the MJV Ministries podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a moment to subscribe so you can stay updated with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, worship. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Go ahead and find somebody. Tell them to not, to, this morning is your morning. Go, go find five people and tell them. Shake them up. Say, get ready. Say, get ready. Hallelujah. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You may be seated. Once you find those five people, go out of your way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's Sunday morning. It's, it's Sunday morning. Hallelujah. We get to come to church. There's people that don't do this. They can't. They're underground. And we get to. We get to. It is a privilege to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Look at all these beautiful people here today. You look rested. Amen. Fresh. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. All the time. All the time. Thank you, Lord. It, it's really been an honor to be here this week. It's really been a, it's, it's truly an honor and my wife and I, that's, we've just been talking about the hospitality and, and the love and, and just the, the warmness. It's, we thank you. Thank you for having us. We thank your pastors for inviting us. It's been such a, a privilege to lock arms with them. And, to, and it's refreshing. You know, when you find somebody of like faith that has a heart for the lost, that tells you, hey, this is, be free. Be free. Glory to God. Sometimes people want us to come in, but you can't talk about the Holy Spirit. I can't go there. <laughs> if he's not welcomed, I'm not going to go there. You know, sometimes they put limits on you. Sometimes they tell people, you know, sometimes pastors, they, they say, oh, so-and-so is going through this. It would be great if you... No, your pastor has told us nothing about nobody. Nothing about nobody. So it's, it's that, that's, that's what I want. So when I, when I find something out by the Holy Ghost, it's the Holy Spirit. How do you know that? Who did pastor? No, pastor, pastor, nobody has told us anything. Isn't that amazing? But when the Holy Ghost does it, whew, glory to God. So we thank each and every one of you for welcoming us and, and loving on us. It's truly been amazing. So we, we, with, we're honored. We really are honored to be here. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. We went out soul winning last, uh, yesterday, and I was blown away 
with the response. How many people came out with us? Raise your hand if you showed up. Look at that. It's an army. It's a militia. Come on. We all know this church has enough gunpower to really start an army. <laughs> Glory to God. This is a great church. And, and truly, this church, with, with all the people that are in this church, there's enough influence in this church to take it another level. And I'm not talking about just this area. I'm talking about this, this community. There's enough people in this church to push the gospel forward with such power, such dominion. The devil's in trouble. Glory to God. I said the devil's in trouble. What you make happen for somebody, God makes happen for you. That's Bible. What you make happen for somebody, God makes happen for you. When you serve this house, guess what happens to your house? It's protected. It's served. When you win the lost, when you take care of God's children, you think he's going to be in debt to you? You think God's going to owe anybody anything before he comes? God's not going to be, you're not going to get to heaven and say, hey, Lord, I sowed that seed, or hey, Lord, I led those people to the Lord, or hey, Lord, I never got my reward. What's going on? No, absolutely not. God is not going to be indebted to anybody. Anybody. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to share a video with everybody because there's some new people here. Uh, maybe you haven't seen our, our ministry video. But uh, my wife and I, we travel, we preach the gospel, we win souls, we train people up to win souls. We go into communities that are rough communities, and we, we bring the gospel. Because the Bible says we are the light of the world. And we can't be hidden. We can't be turned off. We can't be stopped. So we bring the light and anytime we go someplace, I mean, the Holy Spirit comes with us. And so the video you're going to see is an event that we're doing that we did in uh, Texas. And uh, there's some news clips that's going to be on there. And this is not only happening in Texas. This is happening all over. And so I'm, this is, this is, I'm believing we're going to be doing this state to state to state, county to county to county. I already spoke to your pastors. We're going to do a big event here outside this church. Glory to God. We're going to reach people. We're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles, people that's never heard the gospel. You know, I, I tell this to people. When you preach the gospel, when you share Jesus, ask them, has anyone ever told you God loves you? And out of all our soul winners, people have, they, they heard it with their own ears. It's not me making it up. People have never heard. Has, they could say, um, no one's ever told me God loves me. You would think with all that technology, all the social media, it would be like rapid fire. Oh, I've heard that. No, but people, people could honestly say they've never heard that God loves them and has a wonderful plan for their lives. And so my wife and I, we've dedicated our lives to telling people that. We've dedicated our lives to the work of the Lord. And so the Lord told us to do this event. And it was our first, it was really one of our first big events that we, we used our faith for. And we wanted to feed people. We wanted to help people. Uh, we do giveaways. We use bait. We give away TVs. We give away bicycles. You know, they think that's great. 
which it sure is, but eventually that TV will break. That bicycle will have a flat tire and it will end up in a dump. But we leave them with Jesus Christ and that will never, that will never fade away. Amen. So you could roll that clip. Warning from police today after the deaths of two North Texas teenagers. Fort Worth PD say they are finding more and more dangerous pills on the street. The city of Fort Worth has already seen more homicides so far this year compared to the same time last year. And just this past weekend, MedStar told me they responded to 14 shooting and stabbing calls. The DEA says this is a new kind of epidemic that affects all of us. Celebrate Fort Worth at Echo Lake Park. This was our second outreach held in the state of Texas, just south of Fort Worth. We teamed up with Street Disciples, a local ministry, to hit the community and invite people out to hear the good news. The Lord touched us very much. My whole family, he healed my daughter. I believe in Jesus, that he healed my daughter. She has a fractured pause spine, it, it real quick. or had a fractured spine, and... These people, they're unchurched people. They don't know, they've, they've maybe grew up Catholic, they maybe grew, grew up Methodist, they, they've really never sat in a church service, and so the Lord showed me, and this is what, this is what the Lord showed me, that there's going to be, we're living in it. A season of great signs, wonders, and miracles. Because the Bible says that God wants everybody to be saved. God wishes that nobody goes to hell. Hell was never designed for God's children. It was never designed. And, and you know, people think, oh, there's purgatory. There's no waiting room. There's no waiting room. You're not going to get, like, halfway there and, and they're going to draw a card. No. There's either heaven or hell. Life or death. The Bible says, oh, how I want you to choose life. He's, he says, I want you to have life, life more abundantly. And so when we, when we go to these areas, we preach these gospels. And then some people, you know, I grew up Italian. I can say this. Italians, thick-headed, man. Thick-headed. You could tell them to you're blue in the face. You could tell them you don't have to live sick. You don't have to live in fear. You could tell them God wants you healthy, wealthy, and blessed. You could tell them that. Yeah, right. You know, there's a, there's, and they give you some religious, stupid devil excuse. That's how we grew up and that's how we're going to stay. No! You don't have to stay that way. And so we hit the streets and anytime the gospel is being preached, preach, teach, and demonstrate. There's a demonstration of the power of God. People say, oh, they're, they're gone away with miracles. No such thing as miracles anymore. That's old. No, miracles are for today. God's presence is for today. Amen. Glory to God. And so this young girl, this family, they, you know, they didn't go there to receive a miracle. They saw the signs. Maybe they saw the, the advertisement on Facebook, the, the Instagram post. Man, I, I think this one, we're going to do a billboard. Glory to God. And then, and then Facebook's no good because Facebook is cutting down stuff because they know, they know they're in trouble. You know, my posts have been taken down. Why? Because I, 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 say, I say things like, you know, about uh, living holy. I say things about marriages with a man and a woman. Not a man and a man. Not a woman and a woman. No, God's ordained a marriage between, oh, you can't say that. That's, that's hate. No. I love somebody so much that I'm willing to tell them the truth so they can get the revelation knowledge that God loves them. 
Glory to God. Oh, you shouldn't say that. You might offend people. I'm not offending anybody. I'm telling them the truth. The truth. The truth that Jesus came. Lived on this earth. Walked like us. Talked like us. He knew no sin. He was perfect in every way. And yet the Bible says he became sin. He took that on the cross for Calvary. You might have grown up one way, but that's not the way you have to stay. Amen. So this family, they weren't expecting any of this. They weren't expecting, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily hide the fact that it's a church event. It's an evangelistic ministry. But I, I also don't put it out and advertise it because then people already label it. Because some people preach the gospel with hate. Oh, you, are, you're, you ever lied before? You ever, you ever drank before? You ever stole anything before? Well, according to your faith, you're a lying, no good thief. Who wants to hear that? That's not what Jesus did. Jesus walked with love, compassion, and power. I'm walking with love, compassion, and power. Glory to God. That's, and, and, and these gifts that we give away, it, it takes their guard down. I have a, uh, a great friend of mine. He's a... Um, He's a very popular influencer, Austin Jeter. You can go look him up. And he's a comedian. He's funny, man. And he loves the Lord. And, I, and my other MC for the event, they left. They, they got called to do ministry somewhere else, which is fine. And so, Lord, I need somebody. I need somebody that could help break those walls down. You know, you're a Christian. You don't need to be a weird Christian, you know. My wife was talking about that last night. You know, we're normal people. Holy Ghost people have a bad rep as it is. I don't need anybody else going on stages and, and saying some weird things. And No, man, just be yourself. And so he came, he came around, and, and, I, and he came to our last event. And I was like, wow, glory to God. I need you. The Lord has need of you. He's like, need of me? And he doesn't do public stuff. He doesn't do it. He's not about the money. He's, he's just, he just loves his family. He loves his kid, and he likes making people happy. He goes to church. He loves the Lord. And I said, bro, I need you. He's like, what, what can I do? I said, I need your help to be my MC. Just start up, go up there and start making people laugh. And that, what happens is it brings their guard down. We, we take these kids and we do dance competitions, hula hoop competitions, toilet paper games. I mean, these kids are having a good time. The parents are happy because they haven't seen their kids having a good time. The parents are happy because they're in a public park and they're safe because we have security and everything. So they're not worried about someone coming up and trying to grab their kids. The parents are happy. Wow, my kids are smiling. They're getting free stuff. There's no, there's no admission t t uh, ticket. It's free. Everything is free. The gospel is free. The gifts are free. Just come, I tell people. Just come. And so this family is the, one of the families that came. And they came every single night. And every night we pray. We pray. We lay hands. And so you're going to see her testimony. And I'm telling you, it's, it's for today. It's for you to do. Amen. You can continue to play. She is uh, no longer in pain. She's not wearing her brace no more. And she's able to twist as of tonight with no pain. Do something you couldn't do without pain. Do you have pain? Who did that? Jesus did that. You believe that God healed you? Yes. It's her lower spine that's broke and yeah. snipped. And you couldn't Her move spine like was broken and now. snipped. Bend and twist. 
when doctors say it's permanently fractured, like there's no healing permanently. or nothing. Yeah. It's not fixing itself. And um, infusions. Not anymore. Not Amen. anymore. Amen. And just two days later, we received this message on social media. That's her doing the split in the middle. Doctors say she would never do that again. To the liquor store. And we sent a sign, my wife told me, and I said, well, let's pull over, see what's, what they're giving away. And we pulled up. I guess God put it in, in our path, because I, I would have been probably drinking right now. I have an alcohol problem. Like I said, I, I just got out of prison. We're trying to get our life back together. Yeah. Uh, we're homeless right now, but thank God that we still have people that help us out. My daughter, when I was locked up, hurt her leg. She couldn't walk. She couldn't run, and I guess the power of Jesus yeah. made her feel better. Do you have any pain in your leg anymore? No. No? Okay, praise God. But Do you feel like you got delivered from alcohol? Like you feel like you know, alcohol is not a part of your... Oh, it's not in my mind right now. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's a good thing. Amen. Amen. You know, I probably would have been drinking right now, not, not worried about my kids. Amen, yeah. But I thank God that he brought us to this place. Amen. Yeah. We're, we're thankful for you for coming. Amen. Thank you. lady came on the first night and received total healing in her hand after a bad injury. She came back every night and answered the call to receive salvation. On the final night, she cooked tamales for our entire team. To Best tamales I've ever had. I mean, I ate 12 of them. On the final night, we had the most in attendance yet, and we were able to give away a hundred boxes of groceries. Every family was able to receive more than enough. touched by the power of God. We saw people filled with the Holy Spirit, healed in their body, and encounter God right there in Echo Lake Park. This four-night outreach concluded with a total of 141 people giving their heart to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I look at, I watch that video, it doesn't get tired for me. I know I played it a couple times, but... Each of, those, each of those people represent a soul. You know, and, and that guy that was talking about the alcohol, he, 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 he's, the, he's not a church person. He was just in jail. He says, it's not on my mind, you know, because people don't know deliverance, but they don't know what that, that word, that's like a church word. But I could tell you, man, just looking at, looking at his face, his countenance, he came in, his eyes were like dark and, and, and foggy. And then when I prayed for him, 
the power of God, the power of God, man. His whole face is like, <laughs> everything changed. Alcohol is wicked. Alcohol is, 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 is wicked, man. It's designed to keep you in bondage. That's why the, the beer stores, it's beers, liquor, and spirits. It's a spirit. That's why people, there's that song, oh, blame it on the alcohol. Yeah, because it's being possessed. You're being possessed. You're putting poison in your body, and it changes the way you speak, changes the way you act, changes the way you talk. It brings no good to the family. It brings no good to the body of Christ. It takes people out. Trust me, I know. That's the only way I used to fall asleep was alcohol. I, I, all, I mean, you name it. I came back from Bible school, and I haven't been in my room for, for a long time, and, and I, was, I was visiting my parents. And I'm making my room, cleaning it up, and I, I found bottles of alcohol. And I, I'm thinking to myself, wow, Lord, thank you. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for, for freeing me from that bondage. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. If he did it for me, he'd do it for anybody. You lay it down. You say, Lord, I don't want it anymore. I had enough of it. Smoking, uh, smoking cigars. I, at the age of, of 18, I was in a cigar club. Every night I would go for cigars. And I would get a buzz doing it. And then I met, met some wealthy people. I mean, people that owned uh, Mercedes dealerships. People that just had money. I mean... I have no business. I'm 18 years old smoking cigars with, with people that I shouldn't be hanging around with. And the Lord pulled me out of that. Glory to God. The Lord pulled me out of it. He's a good father. He's a good God. And if he did it for me, he's going, he wants to do it for you. He just doesn't do it. It comes with a heart of saying enough is enough. I woke up and I said, I'm tired of smelling like smoke. It's the most disgusting thing. My mom would constantly complain, Michael, you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself. Don't you know so-and-so had lung cancer? Don't you know so-and-so had lip cancer, mouth cancer? It's disgusting. I woke up. That's it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the smell. I'm tired of the alcohol. I'm tired of waking up. Where am I? The headaches, the hangovers. People think that's fun. People, oh, you know, must have partied hard. It's stupid. Young people, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. My wife has never touched alcohol. She's never touched it, so it's possible. She's never touched cigarettes or anything like that. It's possible. You can keep your children away from that stuff because the Holy Ghost will protect your children. That's why when I, well, the first night I came here, I prayed for the kids to protect their gateways, to protect their gateways. Parents have good relationships with your kids. My family, you know, every, I had to be home every single night for dinner. No questions asked. And then the questions started coming. And my parents, they knew when something was up. And then I felt the check because I felt bad because I'm literally hurting my parents. That's not what they wanted for me. And through much, much belief and the Holy Ghost and my mom never stopping to pray. People telling me, people telling me, you know, I'm going to share this. I, I went to a mission ship in Hawaii because I gave my, I heard an evangelist come and, and preach at my church and I gave my heart and that was it. I gave my heart radically to the Lord and I said, I want to live for God. And so as I was 
as I was going to this church and uh, he made an announcement when he was there, hey, we're doing a missions trip. And I started to follow his ministry. And I said, I, I, need, I, I, want, I want to go. I haven't been on a vacation. And I said, I, I, I think I want to go. So I went on his website and the whole thing was filled. So then I called and then my mom, my mom actually called and she said, well, could you put him on a waiting list? And so time went by. I had no idea if I was going to go. And next thing I know, I get a letter in the mail that two people had uh, canceled the trip and there was two spots available and my mom already took care of everything. She said, you're going to Hawaii. And I was like, what do you mean, mom? She set it all up. My brother actually wanted to go too. So there, there I was, I'm like, I'm, I'm shocked. I was like, seriously, you're doing this? Yeah, yeah. The money came in. You know, I paid for it. My mom helped set it up. And the funny thing is, you know, the Lord knows everything. So it wasn't expensive. It wasn't that expensive. It was about a couple grand. But at the time, I didn't have it. And when the money was due, supernaturally, somebody that owed me money happened to say, hey, out of nowhere, I, and I forgot, I owed this team, gave me an envelope, and there was the money, just like that, supernaturally. And so it was all taken care of. I went to Hawaii, and the, whole, uh, the trip was an evangelistic trip, and it was, there was a crusade going on on the island. And, I mean, if I had to do it again, I mean, beautiful. Where, where else would I want to go do a huge crusade, right? Why not Hawaii? Why not the most beautiful island, right? Weather's beautiful. I mean, the beaches are crystal clear. Couldn't ask for anything better. But so we handed out flyers and stuff like that, and we had to sit under the meetings. And I thought I was there to help, but really, I was there for myself. Because during that 10 days, it was just a Holy Ghost explosion. I mean, I would fall out under the power of God, and people get scared when people fall out. But listen, all that is is heaven meets earth, and something has to give. And you can't stand and people fall out. I don't care if people fall. I don't care if they stand. It does, I don't care. That, that's, not, that's not up to me. I don't care. But people say, oh, these people on the floor, what does that mean? Are they pushing people down. No, the power of God is strong. And our bodies, I'm teaching, our bodies, what happened? They have to give. That has, that has to give. And no one, listen, no one's pushing me down, man. No one's pushing me down. But the power of God, hallelujah. And so during those 10 days, the Holy Ghost did such a work in me. I, I literally felt the, the spirit of alcohol, I mean, supernaturally be, uh, released from me. I felt it go from my spirit. The love of nicotine, I felt it released out of my spirit. I mean, I, I remember I was, I was under the power of God. And listen, when you get prayed for, there's no rush. There's no rush. Let the Lord, the carpet time is the best time. It's God's surgery table. This is God's surgery table. And then I remember I would, I would pray, Lord, when I get up, everything I'm believing for, let it happen to me in Jesus' name. I'm not getting up off this floor until it happens. And so the Lord, I'm telling you, it was the fire of God. Who could testify this week? They felt the fire of God. Amen? And it's real. And so I, re I remember getting up, and I, I, I just, my smell came back. I didn't have that, that smell of smoke in my mouth and my, in my nose. That got set free and everything. And so I remember coming back, 
And the Lord told me, I heard, I heard the voice of God, Michael, be holy for I am holy. And I said, okay, okay, Lord. And I didn't quite know what that meant yet. But I started reading the Bible. I started opening up. You know, listen, when the Lord spoke to me that scripture, I didn't even know it was a scripture. I, I used Google. Amen? What does that mean? I, I typed it in. I, I, you know, I was like, wow, be holy. And then the Holy Ghost spoke to me again. Any commands I give you, that means I have to give you the power to do it. If he tells you to do something, you're not doing it in your own strength. Because... I mean, I, I know friends that went to AA meetings and clubs and, and stuff. Oh, hi, I'm an alcoholic. I mean, it's, it's, you don't need an 18-day class. You just need one touch from God and set, that settles it. Amen? I don't knock the classes because the classes do help people. But realistically, you just need the power of God. And I tried to get myself in a class to preach. They don't want it because it brings money. It brings money. They get money from the state. It's all system. Man, I know Jesus. Jesus could set people free. I used to be, I, I, I went, I went one time to a class. And I said, I, I could do that. I could pray for people. Can I pray? Oh, no, no, we don't do that here. But it works. Look. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Is this helping anybody? Okay, I got a message. I'm going to preach. Don't worry. Hallelujah. And so, so I, I looked up the scripture and I felt, okay, I could, I could do that. I could live holy. God told me to do it. I can do it. It's the same thing with tithing. God ordered tithing. That means there's more coming in. Your flesh might not like it, but there's more coming in. It keeps you right with God. You know, it's the same thing with studying. Every time you study and open God's word, you actually end up hearing the voice of God and he tells you things. You get these revelations and it's for you. Say, it's for me. That's why I could read the Bible next to my wife, and she could read the, the Bible, and we could be reading the same thing, and we'll get two different things. Because that means, you know, that shows you God knows exactly what you need at this moment. And so I remember, I'm getting back from Hawaii, and I haven't seen my friends. And these are my good friends. These are the friends that I party with. These are the friends that I, I grew up with. Mike, come on, let's go out for drinks. We're all going out to the, the sushi restaurant. I said, all right, man, let's go. Let's go. Glory to God. See all my friends, Anthony, Vinny, <laughs> Dave. My friend Dave was Jewish. Don't mess with the Jews, man. Seriously. Amen. <laughs> Don't mess with them. They're God people. Amen. And so uh, he orders a line of drinks and and, and, and we have these big glass mugs in our hands. And, and, and just like that, I, I get the mug. And, two, and, we're all, and I, I, my, my hand is frozen. <sighs> then I heard the Lord say, you don't have to do that. I set you free from that. My hand was frozen. I couldn't get my hand. I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I opened up my hand. I let it go. I said, I can't be here, guys. I can't be here. I threw money on the table, and I, I, I ran. I never looked back. Glory to God. I ran. I, I ran. I never looked back. I said, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. Hallelujah. 
He set me free from out. I know how it feels. But you, and you don't have to go through the withdrawals. Even with drugs, you don't have to go through the shakes. You don't have to go through any of that. God could take that out of your bloodstream. God could take the love of nicotine out of Why are you going to have a, a leaf have that much power over you? That's what nicotine is. It's a leaf. People lighting up smoking. Oh, man, I just smoke. Now they're vaping. Can't control it. Oh, you could do the vaping inside. I mean, come on, man. How much bondage are you in? One touch from Jesus can set you free. One touch from the king of kings can set you free. Glory to God. And I was free from that day. I was free from that day. And my friends, I don't hate my friends. I love them. I'm just not going into a bar with them. So it was, oh, well, how many know Jesus is in that? No. Jesus sat with sinners. Yes, he did sit with sinners. But I don't need to sit in that bar and do what they did. I don't need to drink what they drink. And then I'm saying this to help somebody because, you know, if you're not at the level where you can control yourself, then don't go. Don't go. When I went to Bible school, I, I never had a t- I, I got rid of my TV. I got rid of Netflix. I got rid of it. Oh, that's not bad. That's not a sin to watch. It's not a sin. But it was taking more of my time up. And, any, and anything that's taking more of your time up, that becomes your idol. So I had to give that to the Lord. Not to say I never watched TV again, but it, at time, I was like, okay. And I don't drink. I don't touch it. I don't even cook with it. Someone said, you can cook with it. I don't care. I, you're not going to see me going to a, a liquor store to buy, buying cooking wine. You're not going to see me in the liquor. I'm not. Appearance of evil. I'm not doing that. I don't need to. I don't need to bring that into my family. Because I've seen what it did to families. And it's not going to happen in my family. Glory to God. It's not going to happen in your family in Jesus' name. I said, it's not going to happen in your family. That spirit of loving for alcohol, may it be free from your family in Jesus' name. May that spirit of loving of drugs, may you be free from that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You have dominion. Say it. I have dominion. I have the power. Jesus was tempted. In this life, we'll be tempted. But what did he do? Did he fall into temptation? No. How many people want to be like Jesus? Come on. As the Bible says, as Jesus was, so are we. As Jesus was, so are we. Jesus wasn't poor. I'm not poor. Jesus wasn't going around telling people, hey, sister, pray for me. I'm going through a hard time. No. Jesus never went to bed hungry. I never went to bed uh, hungry. He had enough. He was into multiplication. Jesus never said, oh, I got no new clothes. No, Jesus wore fine clothes. Jesus helped. Jesus was full of compassion. He was full of love. He was full of joy. So that's how I'm going to live my life, full of love. If there's a need, I'm going to meet it. Glory to God. I don't have depression day. I don't have down days. How could I have a down day? How could you have a down day? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Peace is my portion. When Jesus was in the boat with his disciples going across the lake, there was a big storm. And what happened? They were afraid, man. What are we going to do? What are, oh, we're going to go down. 
Let's wake Jesus up. What did Jesus do? He rebuked them, first of all. He loved them just enough to teach them. You don't need to do or be afraid. You don't need to do this. And then what did he do? He says, peace be still, glory to God. And that storm went back into its place. Total peace. He's the king of kings, lord of lords. He's the prince of peace, glory to God. The prince of peace lives in your heart, glory to God. Full of love, full of joy. Some people are going to be shocked when they go to heaven. Joy, laughter. No, we got to be serious. People looking around with a constipated face. <laughs> Some of you got to get set free from that. If you need to learn how to laugh, look at yourself in the mirror. I know somebody's going to go home and they're going to see their spouse laughing and look, they're looking at the mirror. Because if you can't make yourself laugh, something's wrong. Laughter's medicine to your bones. The devil doesn't want you to laugh. The devil wants you sad, upset, and constipated. <laughs> Pastor said a Holy Ghost enema. <laughs> That's not, not me. He said that. He got a funny pastor. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> Is this helping anybody? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Turn to Romans chapter 8. <clears throat> Father, I thank you for this word you've given me. Lord, I thank you. The same way everyone here has been a blessing to my, my wife, and, our, and myself, Lord, you said in your word, I'll bless those who bless you, and I'll curse those who curse you. Father, I thank you for this church. Lord, bless this church. Bless this church. May every part of this church be blessed. May its people be blessed. May people walking on the property be blessed. May their people flourish in this church. Father, the same way of love that they treated us with, I thank you that you're going to send somebody to love on them in Jesus' name. Lord, the same way they've refreshed us, I thank you, Lord, that you're refreshing them in Jesus' name. May they never lack. May lack leave far far away in Jesus name may lack be left far far away in Jesus name Lord may their hearts be open to hear your word Lord I thank you for miracles today Lord I thank you for healing today Lord may every sick person in their body be healed in the name of Jesus Father may every deaf ear be open to hear in Jesus name may every lying sickness leave their bodies I curse cancer off your your bodies now. I curse diabetes off your bodies now. I curse inflammation in your bodies now in the name of Jesus. I curse fear in your bodies now. Kidney dialysis in the name of Jesus, I command you to loosen now in Jesus' name. Arthritis, I command you to go now in Jesus' mighty name. High blood pressure, go in Jesus' name. Blurry vision, be corrected now in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we thank you that today is the day that you have made and we are rejoicing in it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Say fully convinced. You're going to leave here fully convinced. Every form of doubt is, is people are getting set free from doubt, even, even as I'm speaking right now. Because I, I don't preach a defeated gospel. I preach a living gospel. I preach a gospel full of power, signs, and wonders. I, I preach a miracle-working gospel. I preach a gospel that works. Glory to God. Where you could, I'm telling you, where you could come in one way and leave another way. Where you may come in, you might not have a lot, but the Lord could give you a download for a business that will fund the end time harvest, that will take you to a new level. That's the type of gospel I preach. That's happened before. I've heard, I've heard testimonies of that happen before. People coming up, businessmen, they know they're called to business, and the power of God touches them. And next thing I know, next thing I know, they're, they're having businesses made. This one testimony I heard. This gentleman came into church, got prayer. Businessman, had a heart for the Lord, was crying out, crying out. And the power of God touched him. Something came on him. The Holy Ghost came on him. Next thing I know, he was in sales. Next thing I know, he was selling. His, his, his sales has just multiplied. Then he had, started getting a team underneath him. Next thing I know, the, the business that he was working for said, we can't pay you. So instead of paying you, we're going to give you part of the business. <sighs> Come on, somebody. This guy is one of the biggest givers I know. And he likes nice things. He likes nice cars. He likes nice. That's good. It's okay to like nice things. There's nothing wrong with liking nice things. Paid for, for, for high-end rental cars for ministers. Helped people. Gave jobs to people that would be impossible for finding jobs. And now those people are being raised up to have their own business. And all the people that are underneath him, guess what? He taught on seed time and harvest time. And he's raising literally an army of givers where as soon as there is a need, it is met. No questions asked. No questions asked. He just looks at his team. I said, we're going to do this for this church. All by the Holy Ghost. Because they were fully convinced. Say fully convinced. Hallelujah. Are you ready for this church? Because I had a different message actually written, and I'm in the green room, and the Lord just dropped this in my spirit. And I said, holy goat. I mean, I was, <laughs> pastor came in to talk. I couldn't tell you anything to pastor because, you know, pastor comes in, and I want to talk to pastor. But the Lord was just dropping this into my spirit. Glory to God. Fully convinced. Say it with me, fully convinced. Fully convinced. Glory to God. Romans chapter Eight, <clears throat> verse 31. When you get there, say fully convinced. Hallelujah. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? 
if God is for us, who could be against us? And since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he give us everything else? I'm going to stop there. That's salvation. If you're not saved, I'm going to pray for you to get saved. But if, and if you're lukewarm, I'm going to pray for you to get saved. Because there's no living on the fence with Jesus. There's no living on the fence. You can't live on the fence because you, can't, you don't have access to everything. Sin stops you from having access to everything. And I grew up where I was in church, going to a Pentecostal church, praying in the spirit, praying. I knew all of that. But when I was in the world, I served the world, and I just gave a Sunday front. I remember I'd drive into to my church in Queens, and I would greet sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so. Oh, how are you doing, brother Michael? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Glory to God. Yeah, I could talk like that. Oh, God bless you, sister so-and-so. You're looking good today. Oh, I love your hat. I went to a mixed church, man. It was almost Baptist. Glory to God. Sister Thelma, Sister Jocelyn. I mean, I, would, they, they would, I was like their son. Everyone knew me in my church. But they just didn't know how broken I was. They didn't know how down I was. They didn't know what I was really saying. Some of you are in this church like this right now. I, I know. How do you know that, Evangelist Michael? Because the Spirit reveals things. And I'm not going to call you out. That's, that's, that's anybody, any minister that does that, that's wrong. See, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's never once going to embarrass you. The Holy Spirit will never embarrass you. And if a minister is doing that, then leave that church. Because that's not God. That's not God. So I, I, I would go to church. And then I would sit in the balcony, you know, put my offering in. Right? I still tithe even though I was in sin. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I still, <laughs> I helped buy the church sign. <laughs> I was still in sin. Wrote my, my first check for $1,000 to my church at a young age. That wasn't for the sign. It was just I was doing very well, and I knew. Offerings above tithe. Amen. Offerings are important to God. Offerings bring you to the breakthrough point because it shows God money. Money doesn't have your heart. Giving is proof that greed doesn't have your heart. You write that down. Giving is proof that greed doesn't have your heart. The Bible says it's the love of money that is evil. But you put money into someone that loves souls, someone that's going after the harvest, someone that say, hey, I want to do these outreaches, every city, every state, but bigger and bigger and bigger. It's going to cause trembling. In hell. And I don't know who this is for. If you haven't been tithing, you could start today. You could start today. 
And I heard some ridiculous minister say once, well, you know, you don't have to give God the full ten. You could start with three. No. Tithe means tenth. Look it up. Tithe means tenth. I heard that. I said, like, brother, what are you saying, man? Well, you know, they're just getting into it. No. Jump into it. It works. Giving works. Glory to God. So I'm in my church. I haven't forgot where I was. Amen. And so I would go up to the balcony, and I would look. People, people saw me. I made sure everyone saw me. And then at the right time, I said, I'm going to use the restroom, go down to the church basement, lower level, and uh, then go out, find the back door, slip right out, jump in my BMW, and drive down to the beach and get drunk. That's when, well, that was my Sundays. Mom, I was in church, but I wasn't in church. Wasn't listening, wasn't paying attention. Living for the world. Glory to God. So you could be in church. You could be here right now and not be here. You're already checked out. Oh, he's talking about giving. I'm checking out. He's talking about souls. I'm checking out. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. I'm checking out. But if you're fully convinced, you're going to jump in. If you're desperate and hungry for the things of God, if you need something from God, he wants to give it to you. Amen? He wants to give it to you. I said he wants to give it to you. Who need, who's believing for stuff? Who's believing for big things? I should be able to go to each and every one of you and give you the mic and say, tell me what you're believing for and what scripture are you standing on? What are you doing? Tell me what you're believing for. I did this in my church once when I was, when I was, when I was ministering. Sunday night. I went around. And the anointing was so strong. Glory to God. Someone said, I'm believing for my father to be healed. Be healed in Jesus. We came in agreement. The power of God started falling. I'm believing for a new job. Receive that job in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They were fully convinced. Fully convinced. Hallelujah. Fully convinced. Say it with me, church. Fully convinced. Fully convinced. Fully convinced. So, so not only did God give us salvation, right? He said, if God is for us, who could be against us? Since he did not even spare his only son, but gave him up for all, won't he, won't he also give us everything else? So the moment you get salvation is the moment that you have access to everything else. Come on, somebody. The moment you receive salvation is the moment you have access to everything else. You have access to wisdom. You have access to guidance. You have access to his throne room. You have access to peace. Come on, somebody. No matter what you're coming in here for, that you're believing God for, guess what? He has given you access. You have the access to God for that need. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say fully convinced. Verse 33, who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standings with himself. 23, uh, 34, who then will condemn us? No one. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah wasn't in the eye of that. Because there's no condemnation for those in Christ. Condemnation will keep you out of Christ. Sister, you're a sinner. You can't go to church. You know what you did. God doesn't love you. You can't do that. That's what condemnation is. And she's not a sinner. I'm just saying that as an example. But that's what somebody will say. When I, when I backslid and went back to my, my church, oh, here comes Michael. Shh. You know, he had a drinking problem. He probably still drinks. If you're gossiping about your brothers and sisters, stop it. Stop it. If you're gossiping about your pastors, stop it. Pray for them. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Be a blessing to them. Hey, I know what you're going through. I used to be there. Can we come in agreement? Hey, if you ever need someone to talk to, call me anytime. That's what you should be doing. Not condemning them. Thirty-four. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was risen to life for us. He is sitting, glory to God, in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Hallelujah. He is sitting in a place of honor pleading for us. Thank you, Lord. He's pleading for us. He's pleading for us. Jesus is pleading for us. You know who else is sitting there? We are. Ephesians 2, verse 6. Turn there real quick. We're seated with Jesus. We're seated with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We're not, we're not beneath him. No, we're seated next to him. Come on. That alone should be accepted. We're seated with Jesus. For he's raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We're united with Christ Jesus. I'm fully convinced. The Bible says I'm, un I'm tied in together with Jesus. I'm tied in with him. He took that sorrow off from me. He wasn't sorrow. He, wasn't, he didn't walk around being sorry. He took that addiction away from me. I'm, I'm grafted in with him. We're together. We're walking together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why I can't fall. Because if I fall, that means Jesus fell. And Jesus didn't fall. Jesus was never broke. Jesus never had to take a loan out. Jesus never did that. Jesus never said, hey, pray for me. No. When you're seated high in all realms, high above all principality, hallelujah. You're not like everybody else. You're seated high, hallelujah. You're not like everybody else. You're seated high, glory to God. With Jesus Christ right next to you, your helpmate, your savior, God knew. God knew the only way Michael's going to live through life if I send somebody. The only way Michael's going to make it if he sends somebody.
I'm going to send him my son, Jesus. I'm going to give him the power to rule all the works of the devil. I'm going to do it for him. Why? Because I'm seated high. He loves me. How much more if he sent Jesus Christ down here and gave him us? He said, I'm going to send my son, Jesus. Jesus is going to go through it. He's going to take the keys of life and death, make a spectacle of the devil. Michael's not going to have to worry about cancer. Michael's not going to have to worry about poverty. Michael's not going to worry about sickness. Michael's not going to worry about depression. Michael's not going to have to worry about depression. Hallelujah. Because I'm seated high with the King of kings and the Lord of lords, my rock, my savior, my King of kings, my peacemaker. Glory to God. You're seated high in Jesus' name. Come on. I said you're seated high in Jesus' name. You're not going down. You're not going beneath. You're going over in the top. You're seated high. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You don't have to worry about your enemies. Enemies who? What enemies? What enemies? When God is for you, who else could be against you? Who else could be against you? When the King of Kings is on your side, the Lord of Heaven's armies. Hallelujah. Why am I going to lose sleep? Why am I going to have sleepless days? Well, I'm going through a hard time, Michael. I've been laid off, and I don't know what to do. God is on your side because I've never seen the righteous. Come on. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or begging for bread because Jesus died, and you're seated with him. Glory to God. It's not over. God is going to bless you. God is going to use you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say fully convinced. You're getting there. How would you act if you received your miracle? How would you act if you received your breakthrough? How would you act if the Lord came down and touched you and burned those things out of you? How would you act if he gave you the download? How would you act if he provided for you? Hallelujah. He gave one command. He said, go and pay the taxes. Go cast the net and fish. And out of the, mo- out of the mouth of the fish was what? Gold. Taken care of. Taken care of. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is this okay? Are we okay? Hallelujah. Someone says, Evangelist Michael, I need need a miracle. I need a financial breakthrough. Okay. Let's go to the Bible. Let's go to the Bible. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. Second Kings, chapter, chapter, two, chapter 4, verse, verse 1. Elijah, Elijah helps the poor widow. Come on, somebody. Elijah helped the poor widow. You don't need to be a widow to be helped from God. But God loves widows and he protects widows. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If you're there, say, say I'm getting it. Hallelujah.
a poor widow one day. One day the, poor, the widow of a member of a group of prophets came to Elijah and cried out, my husband who served you is dead. And you know how he feared the Lord. That's a relationship. That's not out of, that's not out of what Americans think feared. He reverenced, honored, cared for. That's what the husband did. Hallelujah. But my husband who served you is dead, and you know how he feared you. But now a creditor has come to threaten to take my two sons as slaves. What could I do to help you, Elijah asked. Tell me, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? What do you have to give to God? What do you have? He wasn't asking for money. He was saying, look, there's something around you that God will use for your miracle. Hallelujah. Catch this. Don't let it fly by because somebody needs to hear this. Thank you, Lord. Nothing at all except, she thought she had nothing, except a flask of olive oil. She, she replied, and Elijah said, borrow as many empty jars as you can for your friends, from your friends and neighbors. Verse 4. Then go into the house with your sons. Shut the door behind you. The doors were shut because of disbelief. You don't need to tell everybody what you're doing. Hey, do you have this? Yeah. Can I borrow it? Yes. He didn't say tell the neighbors what you're doing. He says just borrow. Don't ask any questions. So people like opening their mouths to people. The only people you should be telling about your life, what's going on, what you, is your pastors and the, the elders of the church. Faith-based people. You don't tell your cousin who's been married three times and ask for marital counseling. You don't do that. You don't go ask a guy that was, is bankrupt and, and facing charges for financial help and he's in jail for embezzlement. You don't ask him for financial help. You don't ask somebody that's, that, that's not faith-based. The faith message is being attacked, but really the faith method is, method, message is biblical. Because you know why I know the faith message is biblical? I'll get there. Glory to God. Oh, you can't, that, that faith Bible stuff, that's not right. Well, how else do you get saved, genius? Hallelujah. How else do you get saved? confessing, speaking. Does your Pope tell you you're saved? And I don't want that. Does Oprah tell you you're saved? I don't want that either. Oprah needs Jesus. Yeah, I pray for people like that. I pray for Judge Judy. Judge Judy, if you're watching, I'm praying for you that God would use you in Jesus' name. Why are you praying for Because I watched Judge Judy, and she actually is being used in the gifts of the Spirit. doesn't even realize it. I'm just saying that. The hairs on my head are sticking out when someone's lying. She knows, man. Glory to God. It's okay to laugh. This is church. This is where we have fun. But seriously, Judge Judy, if you're watching, 
you got somebody praying for you. So the lady shut the door on doubt. She shut the door in disbelief because she, she recognized the office the man of God was in. She recognized who he was. He had a track record. He had a track record. It wasn't, wasn't one of these people sidewalk prophesying. No. The person had fruit. She, the, the husband had a relationship with the prophet, with the pastor, with the man of God. And she was obedient because she recognized who was talking. You have to recognize who is talking. Sometimes I say things, and it's not me. And I, I'll, they'll say, well, you remember what I said? I honestly don't know. I don't remember. Because I'm in the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Borrow as many jars as you can from the, from the neighbors and friends, uh, verse 4. Then go into the house with your sons. Shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from your flask into the jars, setting each one aside Then it, uh, when it's filled. Verse 5. So she did. Say she did. She didn't question. Stop questioning God. Stop doubting God. Stop doubting his word. It works. Because it's, you're sold out today. Enough is enough. Say that with me. Enough is enough. I'm sold out. I'm fully convinced that I am the son, the daughter of God. That I'm seated high with Jesus Christ against all principalities, all depressions, all realms. I'm seated with Jesus Hallelujah. The devil can't touch you when you're sitting so high. He could try to attack you, but it can't work. You have exposed his devices. So she did as what she was told. Her sons kept bringing the jars to her, and she filled them one after another. Verse 6, soon Every container was filled to the brim. Bring me another jar. She said to her sons, there aren't any more. He told her, and glory to God. See, her faith was at, at, at so much. Her faith reached a point where she said, okay, this, this has got to be enough. Even if she was doubting, she never spoke it out. Even if she was, she, in her mind, her mind started to going. She said, no, I'm still going to get jars. But then she, start, she saw the miracle starting to happen. And she said, man, I should have got more. I should have got more. She was shocked that we filled them all up. Glory to God. They aren't anymore, he told her. And then the oil stopped flowing. Verse 7, when she told the man of God what happened, he said to her, now sell the olive oil and pay off your debt. And your sons can live on what's left over. Glory to God. She was fully sold out. She was fully sold out that this man of God was speaking with such power and authority. That's how God uses people. People wait for signs and signs. Oh, Lord, I need a sign in order to move. But God uses people. God will use you for such a time like this. 
He doesn't look at your qualifications. I said that the other night. He doesn't look at your qualifications. He just looks at your heart. And if you're sold out, if you're studying, if you're loving him, if you're plugged in, oh, you only want us plugged in because uh, that's what you do. That's what you say. No, it's beneficial for you to stay in this house. It's beneficial for you to sit under this anointing and to teach. Look how this, this church is a testimony. Every time you come into this church, you can see, wow, if God built this church overnight, what is he going to do to my family? Talk to your pastors. Let them tell you that this, this week has been a refreshing of even my faith because I see the miracle. We're in a miracle. How the roads were connected, how we're on uh, city water. That's a miracle. That's not supposed to happen. But when God gives you favor, when you have such a reverence for God, such a, a heart for the Lord, he'll do things in your life that doesn't need to be explained. Glory to God. Because you're sold out. Because that's it. I'm living for God. I understand the importance. Glory to God. I'm, I'm doing it. This, I'm telling you, people say, oh, Evangelist Mike, you're excessive. No, man, I, I just know my God. This is the smallest our ministry is ever going to be. This is the smallest you're ever going to be. This is the smallest you're ever going to be. Come on, somebody. This is the smallest you're ever going to be. I prophesy before this year is up, you're going to experience such the power of God in your life, such the peace, such the overflow in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands, church. I command you to increase in Jesus' name. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. Be refreshed. Be filled with the fire. All things work together for good. God is on your side. God is making it happen. In Jesus' name. Rama kazo rikata mondo ribasata ribakai domasari ron. This is me speaking in tongues. If it's your first time here, don't get freaked out. The Holy Ghost doesn't come to possess. He comes to to help. This is a gift from God. It's able, you're able to speak and stop anytime you want. People don't know this. I've talked about it during the week. It's when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You get baptized. There's a baptism in water, and then there's a baptism in fire. And the fire is needed today. The, the, when you get baptized in fire, fire purifies that's what happened to my body when I was in Hawaii. It purified me. I yielded myself. Lord, you take me now. I, can't, I don't want it. I've done it my own way for my whole life, and I haven't gotten the results I wanted. And now I'm giving you my life. I'm giving you my life. As you please, take me. And a lot of people say, oh, God's going to possess you, and you're going to be, you're going to have no fun, and, and you're not going to do any of that stuff that you love. And it's the exact opposite. My wife and I, we travel. I love to travel. I love meeting new people. I, I, love, I love trying new foods. My wife and I, we had conch the first time. <laughs> she, she's not a conch person. But I, what is it called? Conch. 
Kong. See, I don't even know what it is. But I love trying new stuff. I love meeting new people. That's in my heart. We haven't struggled. We sold our house. We, we've tithed. We've given. Each, each year we set a point, we're going to give better, greater than what we did before. I remember when, when sewing a $100 check was a hard check to write. I remember it was, it was difficult. You know, and we looked in the natural. I was like, okay, we could, we could get by. Well, you know, we'll just be really, you know, we don't go anywhere. We won't. That's gas. We, okay, we could give $100. But we still gave, and we were still able to do what we did. And then there was a time where we gave checks for 500 glory to God. And we said, wow, this is going to be a struggle. You know, maybe, uh, you know, we'll just be really, we won't go grocery shopping. But no. God met all our needs. We had more come in. Glory to God. Then there was a time when we, we said, all right, we got too comfortable at the $500 level. We're going to give $1,000. I did that once, but I had a lot in my bank account. And I said, this is going to be a tight one. And then there was a time, glory to God, where the Lord spoke to me to empty out my bank account. And I said, Lord... Why do you want me to do that? And the Lord said, Michael, what you have in your account won't last you and won't take you to where I want to take you. Give it to me and watch what I will do. And my wife and I looked, I told my wife, and I, I began to cry and weep because that was a sacrifice. That was a sacrifice. But I, I did exactly what the Lord told me to do because I was fully sold out. He has taken me this far. I've never had to borrow or beg. I never had to call for money. I never had to get a loan. I live by faith. Hallelujah. And we gave that seed, that offering. And I said, all right, Lord, it's done. And then the next week, I get my paycheck working construction. And I, I could sigh to relax, a sigh, a breathe and relax like, woof. There was a Sunday we were praying and fasting, and the Lord said, that check that you just got, give it to me. I said, Lord, I just got it. It's not even in my account. Sign it over. Watch. There was a man of God that came uh, to the church we were, we were in, and he was good ground. And I said, okay, Lord. Okay, Lord. And it really hurt my flesh. But the moment my, I looked at my wife and I told my wife, and I said, okay, I told my wife, and she never said anything. She said, just do it. Just do it. And we wrote that check. I signed it over, put it in the offering, and I never looked back. And that, that offering that I gave propelled us into the full-time ministry. We were able to move to Rockford, Illinois, supernaturally. Everything was taken care of. And it was the most peaceful offering I've ever given. It hurt my flesh, but my spirit man was on fire. Because my spirit man said, you know what you just did? Glory to God. You know what you just did? 
You just brought yourself to another level because the Bible says, I've never seen a righteous forsaken. And the Bible says, given it shall be given back to you. The Bible says that it is well with you, that you're going to be okay, that, you're not, that God's not going to tell you to do something and him not reward you. I'm telling you, we serve a God that he is on your side. And if God is on your side, what could men do to you? Glory to God. I was fully convinced that it works. Seed time and harvest works. You'll never lack. The lady that with the, with the widow, she got a supernatural retirement fund. All because she was obedient. Glory to God. All because she said, I'm going to do this. What else do I have? What else is there? Hallelujah. I see a room of people rising in the things of God. I see the fire of God falling right now on people. Ramatozo, your hearts are open to receive. I see the Lord speaking to people. I see the Lord giving downloads. Mando code Yama. You're you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. The Lord will never reject you. The Lord will never deny you. Glory to God. I see a room of people that their faith is exploding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm almost done. I'm going to finish this. And then I want to pray. I want to pray for everyone in this room. Because the Lord told me to impart the gift of faith. Whew. To impart the gift of faith. Don't leave yet, please. Cracker Barrel will be okay. IHOP will still be there. But this meeting won't. Lord told me as I was sitting in the green room, Michael, impart the gift of faith into everybody in this church. Because where they see themselves is where they're not going to be forever. And it's going to take faith. It's going to take faith. Bishop was a great man of faith. And the same, it's the same faith that took him here. That will take you even further. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Get ready. Get ready. Look. Look around. Look around. I see this place expanding. I see people caught the vision of souls. I see people's heart broken for what breaks the Lord's. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Back to Romans. Verse 35, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we're having trouble or calamity or persecution or hunger or in danger or threatened with death? People in life, you will experience life. 
Life is full of experiences. But that's why we have the Holy Ghost. That's why when something happens that's not supposed to happen, you have the Holy Spirit. You have the Spirit of Jesus. Jesus was, was thrown curveballs. But it didn't stop him. He was persecuted. He was bruised. He was chastised. But that doesn't mean if we go through something dramatic in life, that's just proof that the enemy is real. That's just proof that you're, you, you, there's an assignment on your life and the devil wants to slow you down. Apostle Paul writes, after all that stuff, for your sake, we are killed every day and we are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, everything, catch this, catch this, despite all these things, <sighs> hallelujah, overwhelming victory overwhelming victory is yours through Christ overwhelming victory glory to God overwhelming victory say that with me overwhelming despite all these things all these things the world besides who is ever in office but whatever whatever's going on in this world whatever calamity whatever uh, disease whatever whatever the world's trying to do whatever the agenda is beside all these things overwhelming victory is ours come on church overwhelming 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 victory is ours through Christ Christ Jesus, the government can't stop you. Glory to God. What recession? What recession? Gas prices at $10, who cares? I'm, I'm going to have victory. I'm going to have enough in the bank account. I'm going to eat. My family's going to be okay. They're saying inflation's so high, people are canceling Thanksgiving. What? Overwhelming victory is mine. I shall not be denied my victory. I shall not be denied because I have Jesus Christ. That's why salvation is key. Because we, we, we are joined together with him through salvation. Nothing could separate us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If the overwhelming victory wasn't exciting you, then let's keep going. And I am, Apostle Paul said this. Get this in your spirit. I am convinced. Come on. I am convinced. You need to be convinced this morning. I'm fully persuaded. I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate me from the, from the love of God. Neither death nor life. Neither angels or demons. Nothing. Or, neither our fear for today or worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate me. Can separate you from the love of Christ Jesus. Nothing shall separate you. You're going to go through victory and victory. Strength through strength. God is going to use you in this last day you're not going under you're going over and beyond in Jesus name and if that's you in this church make some noise stand up on your feet and tell them I have the victory I have the victory I have the victory hallelujah
It's not over yet. It's not over yet. The devil is defeated. He's underneath our feet. Glory to God. I see you going higher. I see you succeeding in everything you do. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Quickly be seated. Close your eyes. If you're in this church, if you're in this church, and if you hear my voice, and you have not yet Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, today is your day. I don't care if you work in this church. I don't care if you serve this church. I know there's people here that are not sold out for Jesus. You're dabbling. You're one day in church, next day you're not. You ignore your pastor's text messages. You think nobody will ever know. You think you won't get caught. This is not a message of condemnation. This is a message of love because Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus Christ paid a price for you. We are joined together with Jesus Christ through salvation. And today I want to pray for you. Today I want to, I want to lead you to Jesus. I want to point you in the right direction. The Bible says repent means to make a U-turn. Turn around from your wicked ways and run to Jesus. Because he's the author and finisher of your faith. He's not done with you. He, he, he has a great plan for your life. Understand this. That no matter what you've been through, everything like that can turn around. The moment you give your heart to Jesus, the moment you confess that he is your heavenly father, that you ask him into your heart, there's a miracle that happens. You are then joined with him. An overwhelming victory is your portion. Hallelujah. I don't care if you once knew Jesus and you walked away. I don't care even if you're not sure that you are saved. I don't care if no one's ever told you. Today is your day. Today is the day of salvation. This is not to embarrass you. This is to separate you because the Lord has a work for you. If you're in this room and you know that I'm talking to you, you feel the anointing, you feel God knocking on your door. Knock while there's time. Answer the door while there's still time because there will be a day that there's no one going to be there. And my friend, Jesus loves you. He told me to do this. You watching online, you know you are living in sin. You know you, you, you need Jesus. Today is your day. While they play the music, all eyes bowed. All eyes closed, all heads bowed. If that is you, I want you to just lift your hand up. Amen. Hands are going up. I know there's more. I know there's more. I know there's more. I, I know there's people that work here that they, they are ashamed. They know they are not living right. I don't care. Your pastor doesn't care. Just get right with Jesus. Just get right with Jesus. You could put your hands down. I want everyone to look at me now. I want everyone to look at me now. It's not a matter of where you've been. It's where you're going. It's where you're going. And God sent my wife and I here to preach this week. And to impart and to teach and to train up. But he sent me here to tell you he wants you back. God wants you back. 
if you know, if you know that you know that you know that you're not serving right for God, you, you can't play with sin, then I want to pray for you. Those that raise your hand, I want to invite you first. Come to the altar. Your boldness will help other people. If you raise your hand, come to the altar. Thank you. Clap for them. Clap for them. Clap for them. There's still more people. If you're supposed to be up here, come up here, please. Young people, if you're supposed to be up here, come up here now. Old people, even in the balcony, you know who you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. This is the greatest decision that you'll ever make. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to give it 30 more seconds. Don't wait. Waiting is a decision all in its own. Hallelujah. Waiting is a decision all in its own. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Say, dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I ask you right now, I give you permission to come into my heart, come into my body, and set me free of everything that doesn't belong in there. Jesus, thank you for coming back for me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Say this now, I'm free, I'm born again, I'm on my way to heaven because Jesus lives in my heart. And I can tell you right now, you're just as saved as I am. You're just as saved as I am. God has forgiven you as far as the east is to the west. He thinks no more of it. He thinks no more of it. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the MJV Ministries podcast. If you would like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and make a kingdom impact, consider becoming one of the thousand monthly partners we are believing for. To learn more, go to mjvministries.com partner.